and we are underway. Welcome back to the starting lineup podcast. Today I have the number one leading rusher, the number one leading passer, and the number one leading scorer on the Gaston Panthers quarterback, Thomas Herrera. Thomas, nice to have you on, man. How you doing? Good, good. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have a couple questions, you know, about kind of the season as a whole, and then um, a little bit about this upcoming game. You know, it's a really big game, and personally, I'm really excited. Yeah. So before we talk about uh, tomorrow night, we'll talk about before the season even began. A lot of people, including myself, were expecting Yair Lopez to be the starting quarterback. You know, he's a senior. Yeah. He's been in the system. But when Deming comes around, here comes number two. You know, you step on the field. You're the starting quarterback. Um, kind of take me through the moment when you realized you were the starting quarterback or when the coach told you and how he kind of came into knowing you were going to be the guy to take over. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, well I started the second game last year. When I was a sophomore, I, I played against STU, our second game. And, you know, um, just from there, it's like I just had a feeling that I was just going to come back and start again. You know, I feel like better, uh, Yates is better outside as a receiver, and then he just is better in that position, and I feel like it works the way it is. Yeah, I mean, he's he's had a great season in his own right. You know, um, <laughs> he's a more uh, smaller stature guy. He's a little skinnier, yeah. but he catches two fade routes in the end zone against um, – what is it, uh, Chaparral, right? Yeah. So I bet that's pretty cool, you know, from quarterback to quarterback, getting two touchdowns. And that was, first off, great game. You know, that was super cool. Against a rival team, you go into their house, you beat them. What was the score? Uh, 52-0. 52-0, that's awesome. That's yeah. a mercy rule. Yeah. Is that the first time you've ever been a part, or at least the good part of a mercy rule? Yeah, you know, uh, well, against Deming, we lost, like, big time. And then just to go into Chaparral and then come off the loss and win, it was felt good. No, yeah, definitely. That's, that's awesome. Um the dynamic around the team was just different you know coming into the season the team felt different they acted different there was just a confidence before the season began that we really haven't seen in the past couple of years do you what do you think the reason for that was do you think there was a multiple i mean kind of take me through it um well, i feel like we like our team just in general like we have a lot of confidence and but sometimes we can get a two ahead of ourselves and just be too overconfident we forget our, to humble ourselves and then things just go south from there so i feel like uh when we're all like on the same page then we do good we just execute on every on it and, and everything no yeah definitely you know from the spirit the experience i have like watching and playing in any sports you know it feels like when you're in a team that hasn't had as much success you don't really know how to win you know, like yeah. you get a couple wins, the, the games get closer, the team gets stronger and just better, and then the wins start coming on, and then you don't know how to handle yourself. So yeah. it kind of makes sense how you would get ahead of yourself a little bit. But um, ultimately, I think it's better to be a little bit higher on yourself than it is lower. You know, yeah. I think the confidence is high. Um, so, uh, you know, the team and the entire organization is moving in a really, really good direction. Yeah. Um, Gadsden, th this is the first time you, you guys have an opportunity to finish at 500 in an equal record for the first time in a long time mm -hmm. the past couple of seasons i would say what four or five seasons it's been um losing records so yeah. what do you think it would mean to not only the students the staff but the entire valley to finish the season at 500 and not a losing record well it means a lot obviously you know we have a big community and everyone just wants to be a part of the, the winning panthers you know be part of our success and stuff like that you know uh, 
but mainly I just like I think it's more important to the seniors because I've been playing with them since we were like since middle school days it's like I think it's more important for them to go out with the W and uh, winning or uh, even record and yeah. now it's just hopefully we can do it <laughs> yeah you know th there is a bottom line when it comes to being in a football team and it is wins you know yeah. so this is the most wins Gatson's had in a good while so that alone if the season ended today it's a success but i know you i know the rest of the team i know the coaches they want to get that last win they want to finish 500. Mm -hmm. um so there's no lie there's no question and everyone knows the storyline behind the game coming up the coaching staff um yeah. i believe it the ones off the top of my head it's it's, it's head coach Fascio, mm -hmm. it's it's gonzo it's it's um it's coach zapata they all coached at Onyate. Yeah. You know, th that's that's their home. That's where a lot of them went to high school, you know. Mm -hmm. um, when I played, I spent the most time with, with Coach Jumbo, Coach Zapata, offensive line coach. Um, and I know he's still, you know, that, that school is still part of him. It always will be. So I know playing that school again, they really, really want to get that win. Did you notice anything different from kind of the coaching, um, the way practice was ran? Did you notice anything more from the coaches because it's this game in particular against that team? Yeah, um, I guess the coaches really have like, they really, they're really good at hiding their emotions, their feelings towards the, the opponent. Obviously, uh, Coach Facio, he coached over there for a long time and he came up, he was a graduate, graduate. But, you know, it's like nothing really changes. Um, just as the same thing, we just get our game plan together, we work on, uh, what we're gonna do for the for the game and yeah, it's just like they just they're really good at hiding their emotions and you know <laughs> yeah I think you kind of have to be as a head coach you know yeah. I'm I'm sure they're all fired up coming to this game but uh you know you kind of have to do that for to rally the troops yeah um Onyata and Gaston have played for a long time and the past couple of years the games have gotten really really close mm -hmm. you know and they they've really become competitive and. You know, I think the trajectory of both um, teams can kind of lead into this cool little rivalry that's going on, you know, that no one really expected because, you know, say what you will, Gaston is becoming a lot, lot better, you know. So maybe not in a schematic way, but kind of attitude way. What are you expecting from, I keep saying Onyate, but Oregon Mountain High School? Well, we're expecting them to, well, to load the box, you know, just like every single team that we played against uh it's just like they're coming after a run game, and that just every uh, every coach always comes up to me. Is that like, hey, bro, like we've been preparing for your run game, and we've just been been preparing for you. So I think like we're not to switch it up on them, see what we can do that's gonna like work against them. Yeah, I really feel like it's gonna be a battle of the minds in this game. Obviously, it's gonna be the players on the field. It's gonna be the time they spend in the weight room that's gonna reflect on the scoreboard, but or on the field. But I think it's gonna be a big chess game of the coaches and kind of putting your guys in the right position so I'm really yeah. excited to see that because there's two kind of aspects of the game you know there's there's the coaching and there's the play calling and then there's on the field the kids getting it done you know yeah. um for you and your team you know without giving too much of the playbook what's the attitude what are the keys to win this game on on Friday night uh you know we just gotta execute every single play you know go out there do 100% for at least six seconds you know uh go each play one by one and see what we can do and see what happens yeah um I, you, 
you're the quarterback, you know, you're the leader of the team. What's the mood and what's the kind of overall feeling when you kind of walk in the locker room, when you finish up practice? What is the team feeling coming into this game, the last game of the season? It's a senior night, you know, it's a big game against that team. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an emotional night, an emotional night, especially for the seniors, you know, it's their last game. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they're going to play every single play with everything they have and they're just going to go out hopefully trying to get a win. Like, as soon as we get back into the locker room, it's just a bunch of emotions, you know. Uh, everyone's tired. Everyone's, uh, like, we, everyone's giving everything in practice, just trying to get that W on Friday. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, Gatson, you're 2-1 and one at home. You know, you, you've done pretty well at home. Um, Gatson did not play at Caston for, for a while. You know, there was that year where, I believe it was two years ago, where... The majority of their home games were played at Chaparral. There was no locker room. You know, it was kind of one of those situations where home games weren't home games. You were in more hostile territory than anywhere else playing at a rival school. So getting back into Gatson and playing in Panther Stadium, how does that feel? It feels great. You know, uh, when I was a freshman, that's when all that stuff was going on where we were always at a different school and we were never at home and, and it never really felt like home. So it was like we're always in a different territory. We're not at home. So, like, playing in front of the crowd and playing in front of the community, it just feels good. It's just awesome to know that we have all that support behind us, and I feel like that drives us more, uh, more to be more successful. Do you feel like it gives you a bit of an advantage playing at home? Yeah, it definitely does. Like, I think we've lost uh, three out of our four away games, so, and we're uh, better at home. We have more wins at home, so that, it just works better for us. Definitely. Um, Oregon Mountain, they're the 25th ranked team in the state, and you guys are currently number 46. Does anybody care about that? In the locker room, is it kind of just like, do you say it, you know the rankings, doesn't matter, or do you guys kind of have an extra chip on your shoulder going into the game knowing that you are the underdogs? Yeah, um, well, I feel like no one really knows or really cares about rankings when it comes to the team. It's just like, it, we're gonna play every game with everything we have you know it's like forget about the rankings everyone's always placed us under everyone else even if we're doing better than other teams I know um, Alamo was ranked higher than us and we beat them 47 uh, 13 <laughs> so it's kind of frustrating to know that we're ranked lower than the team we've already beat so just coming into the game is just like hopefully we can do better and show that people show people that they're wrong about us that we have a willingness to win every week That'd be a big win. Um, 46 being them beating 25, that would be huge. I'd probably be one of the biggest wins in program history, at least in the, in the, rear, or in the near future. Um, so that's really exciting, you know. But it's also good to know that you guys don't really care about the rankings that much. Like, when, you, when you're thinking about that too much in the game, you might get caught up into it. You get caught up in the X's and O's. But at the end of the day, you're playing football, you know. So I think that's something that I'm looking forward to seeing on Friday night. Um, like we said earlier, it's a senior night for all the seniors, you know, and uh, I, me playing with a couple of them, I know how hard they worked. I, I mean, if you've ever, if anyone listening, if they've ever gone through four years of sports in high school, you know exactly what yeah. senior night feels like. You're going to have memories that you're never going to forget. Is there anything that you have to say to not only the senior class, but if there's one senior in particular that you want to kind of shout out and and give a little extra credit to? 
well, you know, I feel like I'm very close to all the seniors. It's like we have a good bond that it's unbreakable, you know, just because we're a team and it's more of a family thing. You know, um, I know Yaid, I'm probably the closest to him because he is a quarterback and he helps me out a lot when it comes to the plays. Uh, just like if I forget something, then he's there, he's like, hey, we're doing this, you know, run this route or this is the play, this is the formation. Um, I know Ricky, Ricky is a, he's very talented, he's very fast and he's one of my favorite targets when he's on the offense with us. And then Aaron, Aaron's my running back, so I feel like we're physically co close and uh, like mentally close, I guess you could say. And just every single one of them, just, I'm gonna miss them when they're done. <laughs> yeah. You know, a quick little note, I did a little bit of like off-season strength training with Aaron and he's a strong kid, man. He, he works yeah. hard and you kind of see it on the field. Like he's running around guys and then he's running through guys and you're kind of just like, whoa, who's that? Uh, what number is he again? Uh, 22. Yeah, you're like, who, who's number 22, man? Looks like Derrick Henry out there. Yeah, like he's yeah. having, he's, he's a pretty strong kid. Yeah. Um, we talked about senior night and, and that there's moments in that game that you're never going to forget. Um, has there been a moment in particular or many through the season where you kind of thought wow that was pretty cool I'm never gonna forget that uh well our second game against Chaparral when we made it on the top 10 for the whole country on max preps the highlights the top 10 highlights uh whenever I was scrambling out and I just I was just looking up and found Ricky and then he just took it all the way for like a 60-yard touchdown I think it was so it was just like a memorable memorable moment and like I'm never gonna forget it because it's obviously it's in the video of the top ten plays in the whole country, so it's just like awesome to get that recognition. No, oh, yeah, I bet I bet that felt pretty awesome. You know, it's something you're gonna keep on your phone for a while and, and always look <laughs> back at. Um, so why number two? I know I know you're a Raiders fan. You know why not number four like Derek Carr? He's probably your boy. So why'd you go with number two? Um, I feel like number two it just suits me well. Like I've always liked it. I've always worn it since while well, middle school. And when I was little, I didn't really wear it, but it's just like always a number I've always wanted. And it's like, I have a different kind of connection with my number. I know it sounds weird, but it's just like, it's my number. And also um, a few years ago, I think it was my seventh grade year, uh, Beto Romero, you remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he passed away and he wore that number. So it's just like, oh, I got drawn closer to it. And my dad coached him when he was a kid. So it was like, I knew him since I was little. So. If I, it feels good to represent him and to represent the whole team like that. Yeah, well, I got to say, man, you're doing that number justice. You're having a great season. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there any players, whether it's someone you know personally or you you know, you know watch on Sundays on the TV, that you kind of model your game after? Um, I feel like, well, at school, there's this one freshman. His name's Freddie Andrade. Mm-hmm. He always calls me Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson. He's <laughs> all like, you should switch your number to an A because you run like him. You like I, So I feel like that's just someone that I actually watch him a lot too. I, I watch film and I watch different QBs on their plays and I just learn from it. And I learn like uh, little techniques. I try to learn everything, everything I get, every chance I get, I can just learn something from everyone else. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, people look at you as a run first quarterback and I'm sure for your defense who's trying to game plan against you you'd, you'd stop the thomas at our run you know yes, but uh you know you're, you're like him you can throw the ball too you know you have an arm you're a quarterback for a reason you're not a running back so i can definitely see the correlation between you two um you know you grew up with a lot of brothers and they all played for gadsden you know do you think that affected you in any way do you think that you're a little more 
thick-skinned because you had those brothers who played one was a wide receiver one was an offensive lineman so it's like very different dynamic and you're kind of in the middle as the quarterback do you feel like they've affected you in any way made you tougher yeah no I feel I've always thought it in my mind I've never really told them but uh, they're the reason I'm the person I am today you know uh, they made me who I am it's like I learned well from my brother uh, that's a little bit older than me I learned the aggressiveness because he's a lineman and I feel like I learned the skill from my brother that was a receiver and a safety so it's just like I picked up everything that they taught me and I just better better myself from then on yeah I, I mean I remember you they were pretty tough on you as a yeah, kid you know yeah, so sure. I think that allowed you to take a couple hisses here and uh, stay tall in the pocket you know yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of taking hits has there ever been a moment in the season where the pressure of being the starting quarterback in a small town kind of weighed a little too heavy on you you know how do you deal with the pressure of being the guy well I, I always say like I've been in front of large crowds before I'm, I'm, I'm a wrestler I've been a state a few times uh, I just try not to let the pressure get to my head and let it affect my game and when it does it's like my dad's always there to tell me like hey just forget about it move on to the next play if I do make a mistake and that's what I try to do. I just do my best to just forget the mistakes and then get better on and make plays and just better myself on. Definitely. Yeah. Um, that's actually a pretty good segue into my next question. Um, your dad. You know, he's he's super involved with the program. You know, he has the Panther head. You know, he's... When you think of Gaston football, you think of the players and then you think of the coaches and then you think of Tommy. You know, they're <laughs> th those are the big three. Yeah. Um have you ever talked to him about maybe putting on a coaching ad and, and help you out on the sideline a little bit? Um, I've never actually talked to him about anything, any of that. Like, I know he coached me when I was little, and that's about it. But but coming into the program and helping me on the sideline, is just I feel like it's different because it's a coach. Like, I'm supposed to think of the coach as differently. Like, if he was my, co my dad as a coach, mm -hmm. like, I'm looking at him differently. And I need my dad for the support, you know. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I don't want to look too far ahead, you know, because you still have a really, really big game uh, tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, I know that's where all of your mind is going, but is there any goals that you have for this upcoming offseason, whether it's a weight goal like body weight or a certain lift on the, like, or a certain number on the bench press? Is there anything that you really want to accomplish before your senior year comes around? Well, uh, since I'm a wrestler, it's like, it's kind of affecting with my body weight and then like wanting to get bigger, but trying to stay small at the same time, mm -hmm. you know, um, what I really want to do is get a lot stronger. I feel like it's going to help me like run through guys easier and stuff like that. But my main goal is probably to hit at least uh, two plates and 45 or 45, just three. Yeah. <laughs> two plates and a 35 and mm -hmm. just get stronger while trying to keep my weight down for wrestling. Yeah. Just, um. Coach Coach Gonzo, who's your, who's your strength coach, yeah. you know, I, I, I did uh, two years under his program, and, man, he knows what he's talking about. He's a really smart guy when it comes yeah. to the weight room, you know. Uh, do you think he's helped you in particular in other sports and his kind of strength program? Uh, yeah, he has, actually. You know, we're always in the weight room. Mondays and Thursdays, is, we're just hitting it and moving weights around. Everyone's moving, uh, getting weights pushed and stuff like that. Uh, coach knows what he's talking about. Like he's, yeah, he like you said, he's very smart. He helps us a lot with our 
are weightlifting and stuff, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah, he, and he's just, he's smart, so I guess he does help us a lot when it comes to that. Hmm. Um, in high school football, your junior year is your biggest year for recruiting. Um, have you put any thought into potentially playing at the next level? Uh, yeah, I've put a lot of thought into it, you know. Um, but I feel like the recognition, the recognition just comes with time, you know. It's like if someone notices me, then I'm going to be grateful for whoever does, and I'm always going to keep them in mind. I know uh, last year as a sophomore, I got recognized by one D1 school up in Utah, and it was just, it felt good, you know, to finally get noticed by someone, and someone big, and yeah, it's just, I put a lot of thought into it, and I know I'm going to put in some uh, recruiting forms in, so I can get to somewhere. It doesn't matter. Just any place I can get in, I'll be I'll be grateful. Yeah, it would it would be huge for the community to get um, a locally born person to to play at the big level, you know, or the next level, and to to see you on TV would be pretty awesome. I got I gotta say. Hmm. Um, and my last right, my last question. There's gonna be students. There's gonna be parents. There's gonna be staff who aren't too sure if they should go to the game tomorrow night. Do you have anything to say to them? Yeah, I mean, uh, I just want all that support from the whole community. You know, it's a it's gonna be an emotional game, especially for the seniors. I've said it before. You know, um, but more supports, the better. I feel like the more support we get, it's just the better we do. And I just want those people that are not uh, have doubts of going tomorrow is come out and just be a part of uh, what we could accomplish. And it's gonna be fun. It's just gonna be a fun night. Awesome, man. Uh, do you have anything else to say? Uh, just thank you for to everyone that uh, has come out before, like to our away games too. Um, the support, just the love that we get, it's uh, it's amazing, you know. Uh, I just thank everyone for everything, and yeah, that's it. Well, people listening, uh, tomorrow, Friday, October the eighth at seven p.m. at Gaston Panthers Stadium, you're gonna be able to catch Thomas Herrera and his Gaston Panthers as they take on the. Oregon Mountain. Are they still the Knights? Yeah, they're Knights. Still. <laughs> I'm, I'm still getting messed up. I, I always say Oñate Knights. It's kind of, I still say uh, Oakland Raiders instead yeah, of Las Oakland. Vegas. <laughs> so you can catch him and, and, and action tomorrow night. Thomas, thank you for having for thank coming you. on, man. Appreciate thank you. Bro. Thank you for having me. <laughs>